What's up, y'all? This is Rich here. I am on the way home, just hopped in the car. Uh, we just got finished with the 2019 Royal Rumble event. Um, what a show. Uh, I think satisfying endings for uh, a lot of the stuff that happened. Um, and, you know, we got, you know, some big matches look to be set up all throughout, you know, for WrestleMania season. I don't think, uh, you know, the uh, winners pissed anyone off or anything. I think it was overall a really good show. Some things could have been better. Um, for one, I thought that AJ and Daniel Bryan was pretty disappointing. Uh, Eric Rowan, you know, showing up. We'll we'll have to see about that, but uh, I guess we can start right at the top. What's up, everybody in the chat room here? Um, and of course, you know we had Becky go over get the, get the dub, uh, pretty much cement her uh, Hall of Fame status in WWE. And I guess we can start right at the top. Seth Rollins wins the Royal Rumble, even though he was sleeping outside the ring. I don't quite know what was happening there, but um, I think this was a really well done Royal Rumble. I don't think it was the greatest of all time or anything. Maybe it's a top 10, maybe top 7. I think these uh, folks came out here, they, they, they did a couple things uh, really, really well in it. One, they made use of the right guys from NXT. These aren't the motherfuckers that came here uh, and, and, you know, they're not stars on the NXT roster and, you know, they're just the big dudes they roll out there. No, they brought out Johnny Gargano. They brought out Aleister Black. They brought out Pete Dunne. They brought out all these super workers in the middle um, portion of the match. And I think that was a great bridge from the beginning where they had the... Uh, what can you say? The uh, the shit with Jeff Jarrett, like the uh, the pomp and circumstance, I'll say, uh, of of the finesser of the year, Jeff Jarrett uh, coming back. Uh, once we got to that middle portion, it was just like, wow, WWE's roster is so fucking stacked. I can't believe like the amount of good wrestlers they have, and they have matches that are just sitting there uh, within their company that we don't even think about. Um, for example, like Pete Dunne and Andrade were locking up, and I was like, I didn't even know I wanted to see this, and you know they did. But um, Seth Rollins ended up, you know, slowed down a little bit towards the end of the Royal Rumble. They had to get Strowman in there. Um, they had Nia Jax jump in the Royal Rumble, which I was just befuddled and baffled. Uh, intergender wrestling, apparently. Um, not my cup of tea. I can see why people, I'm not going to knock you if you if you dug this, but it was really weird to see uh, Rey Mysterio career 25-year babyface beating a woman up. It was a little funny. Um, but what's up to y'all in the chat room? Hit me with your questions uh, and all that. I will try to uh, you know, answered these while I'm driving and all that. Uh, Kofi, we can talk about Kofi real quick. Um, he got eliminated the first time um, that that he fell out, and they let it slide. But that wasn't supposed to be the thing, so they let it uh, ride there. Uh, Dellen James says, "Shout out to Charlotte for putting Becky big time over these past couple months, even though." The stuff with Becky should have been done after TLC. These those two were excellent here. It did feel epic at that time. Um, but yeah, um, Rollins being a Royal Rumble winner, I didn't see people get angry. I didn't see people hijack the match. So uh, it looks like we're headed towards Rollins and Lesnar. Um, but yeah, it's time to talk about the man, Becky Lynch, winning uh, the Royal Rumble. Now, 
I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Becky Lynch won this Royal Rumble, and it was the correct finish, right? But getting there, bruh, when I tell you this Royal Rumble, we were looking at every single person that um, that entered this shit like, what the fuck is happening? The first half of the Rumble was terrible, trash, just... It was like, I don't know what was happening. And then, kind of like the Men's Royal Rumble, they got a little bit of energy in the middle with Charlotte's entry. Um, but by the time they, they did the angle to get Becky into the match, I thought it was totally unexpected. Uh, I didn't predict Becky to be in the match. Um, because I those aren't those kind of things you can predict, that they're going to make someone do a clean loss and then put them in the Royal Rumble. Um, I did like the final two with Charlotte and uh, Becky. I thought they milked it a lot, though. They... Um, uh, you know, a lot of melodrama, but in the end, the right person won uh, in Becky Lynch. They're the one that, you know, it could have gone really bad had they gone the other way. But uh, like Dylan said, I think we got to appreciate Charlotte still. And, you know, she's not out of the woods here. Even though Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble, um, it's not a it's not a lock that is Becky and Ronda. It can still be the triple threat. Charlotte can still find her way. And even if she doesn't, you know, Asuka, I think she stepped up in a big way in her match with Becky. They had an awesome opening uh, contest where Asuka's rehabilitated kind of from, you know, what I thought her career was over, um, you know, based on what they were doing to her in the summertime. But she um, um, could be the one that Charlotte faces at, at uh, WrestleMania where they run back their match last year. Uh, but let me know in the comments, what, what did you guys think of the uh, Ladies Royal Rumble? I think it was a step down from last year. I believe uh, my boy Dave Fenichel said uh, last year's, um, you know, kind of slid by on nostalgia and the, uh, you know, first-time nature of a lot of this stuff. They didn't do that uh, in either Royal Rumble this year. They, they didn't... Um, uh, bring back the old guys a bunch. Yeah, we saw Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett, but they were out of there in like the first five minutes of the match. Uh, and then in the women's, like they spotlighted Zia Lee, Casey Catanzaro, Rhea Ripley, uh, Kyrie Sane, and you know it was it was really good to see uh, all of them uh, get a look. Uh, I don't remember how, how Dre. How did uh, Kyrie get eliminated? I, I don't remember. Um, but but type it to me in the uh, comments. But um. I, overall, I, you know, it, I don't know if it's as important to have a good Royal Rumble as it is to produce the right Royal Rumble. It depends on really like who the person is. And, you know, for this time, for this era, for these uh, past couple months, they've realized that Becky Lynch is the one. She moved, she has moved the culture to an extent to where she could not be denied. This did not feel like the plan at any point um, leading up to this. I, I think she, um, you know, went on her Twitter account and she said something like, um, "Last year she was on the WrestleMania pre-show. This year she's going to the main event. And if you can't rock with that, your whole perspective is whack. Like, it, you know, they, you know, it. She's." Well, and like Future said, you you do what you want when you popping, and and Becky Lynch is popping right now. So people are gonna come out and try to crawl from under their caves. But keep in mind, this person was over for months. She did a phenomenal match in the beginning. Lost, came back, and the crowd still wanted her. 
even though like you know they had to do the the gimmick to get there that could have been shot back and rejected and it wasn't so um what else I want to talk about here um Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar universal title match I thought that was that fucking rocked um Balor took it to him off the uh, off rip it was kind of a, I think my boy Josh Smith said this uh, it was like a better version of the Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar match where they have the challenger jump on Lesnar and stagger him and all that it felt like a pre uh, a Brock Lesnar match before he broke the streak like where he was trying and, and doing things here the match only went uh, like eight minutes and 40 seconds or so but that was for my money one of the best sub 10 minute matches that I've ever seen um, so let's go to some of these comments here uh, David Michael says uh, actually hold on let me go back up so Jared Lark, or excuse me, more comments. Hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, y'all fucking with me tonight. So Jared says, can Becky just beat the four horsewomen by herself? Only a goat can. Maybe. Um, Dallin says, where does Luke Harper go from here? Maybe he shows up Tuesday to be uh, with Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Just seeing Rowan by itself kind of like, you know, makes me wince because I think Rowan's a stiff. Um, you know, and putting it with Daniel Bryan is just like it reeks of laziness. But if Harper's there with him, we'll have at least two guys out of a faction that uh, you know can be worth a damn. Uh, Dre said uh, Ronda wrestled her ass off tonight. Yeah, she did. I think her and Sasha. I'm gonna get to it in a minute uh, on that one, Dre. Uh, Jared said Casey can low key be a superhero type babyface. She can. Uh, and I think it's going to be extremely crucial uh, for her development that they put her in there with the right opponents. Uh, people that can, you know, do her style of match, like where she can do all the high flying, they can catch her, and they can not fuck shit up. Uh, there was a part in the match, I think Natalia messed something up when she was doing, uh, you know, her, her um, uh, it, it was kind of a, a top head scissors front flip deal. Um, Charlotte says, or Jared says, if Charlotte makes it a triple threat, she's the new finesse of the year. Bruh, I think Jeff Jarrett was mad that I did not give him the finesse of the year last year, even though the award's named after him. So maybe I have to break the rule and actually make him eligible this year. Um, Dre says, I hate how they did Kyrie. Dylan says it was a step down, but I still liked it for what it was. I think that's a fairly reasonable response um, because they were all, there was only going to be one first Women's Royal Rumble. The surprises and all that. There was no Trish. There was no Molly. There was no Lita. There was no Victoria or anything like that. Uh, David says, Women's Royal Rumble this year is probably my favorite Rumble in the last five years. The men's one was really bad this year, but I'm glad Seth won. Uh, David, if you're still uh, on the thing, let me know what you didn't like about uh, the Men's Royal Rumble. I didn't think it was a particular... I think the entrances were the most exciting things and, you know, the them showcasing their roster. Uh, I thought that was an impressive part of the Royal Rumble that is probably, like, underrated. I don't know if people will, will give the credit for that. Uh, Dylan says, I like how they put the focus on new people in both Rumbles. Same here. Uh, we did have the rumors running wild that The Rock was going to win the Royal Rumble, but that was not to be the case. And I don't think he needed to win the Royal Rumble, and I don't think they necessarily need The Rock to sell tickets uh, right now. You know, it's always good to have The Rock around and everything. I'm not trying to disparage The Rock, but it's like, it doesn't need to be in a main event headlining position. Come back, you know, if you want to come back, you know, do something else on the car. Like, do a tag team match. Do something entertaining. Um, 
So Jason says the ladies rumble was slagging just to get to the final four. Yes, it was Jason. If you just go through those entrants, it was real quiet for a long time. There weren't a lot of eliminations and they were um, kind of just like going around, you know, not, not doing a whole lot. Jason said they played it safe with both the Royal Rumble winners. They're going with who's over and connecting with fans. It's crazy what happens when you listen to the ones who get natural reactions. I think that is maybe what they mean by it's a new era. Uh, and, and this is a that's a good example of it because if they just did what they want, fans have shown that they will turn on this match and hijack these events. And WWE in this big baseball stadium, it was a beautiful layout. I don't think they wanted that. Um, Jared says it was pretty solid, but it's not Lesnar's best match since 2016-17. Um, I'm not sure. I have to think about the Brock matches in my mind, but um, I, I like the WrestleMania 31 match with Roman. I liked uh, one of the Undertaker match. Actually, I like both of the uh, second Undertaker matches in 2015. Um, I don't know. I don't know because he mailed it in against Ambrose. Orton was nothing. Then he went into the Goldberg stuff. Uh, and then he, he spent a year beating people with 1F5. It was weird. Um, Dre says, Seth and Finn are the same guy. Brock kills Finn, and now Brock versus Seth. I hate it. Um, I, I would say with Brock versus Seth, be aware of the storyline that they do. Because <laughs> when I was watching it, they had Seth laying outside the ring for a long time. And I was like, wow, this is what they had Roman doing in 2016. He was outside the ring for a long time. So I hope that they don't book him as a surrogate. I hope they book Seth Rollins as his own man that is trying to slay the beast. Uh, Dellen says, Balor dominated most uh, most of the match, which I'm surprised about. Hopefully he gets a push coming out of it. I am nervous about Finn Balor because it felt like they put him on that even plane with, Bron- with, with Brock to show that he was... Uh, like, you know, he was he was competitive in the match. And then after the match, they just had Lesnar kick the shit out of him. Like, oh, what y'all just saw, it doesn't matter. He's really not on Brock's level or anything. He's a geek. So I'm going to hit him with, you know, a bunch of F5s. So to let y'all know that this is finished, this is over. And it makes you wonder why there wasn't any demon tonight. Um... Dre says, I think tonight WWE wanted to show that they don't fear AEW's talent because they have depth. That's definitely one way of looking at it because um, you're never going to get past the fact that WWE has the most talented roster in the world. They have unlimited, nearly unlimited resources. And if they just use the guys that are really like, you know, that, that were over when they got in the ring doing the Royal Rumble, it was a funny thing. And I think James said this. So Apollo Crews came in the ring, right? Apollo Crews got called up to the main roster after WrestleMania 32, and he's less over now than all the motherfuckers that got in from developmental right now. So it's um it's it's scary how much talent they have, but you know, you would love to see them in higher positions. And I think once they do that, I think WWE will get actually a lot more um you know, they, they, it will go over a lot better with fans rather than them trying to shove these non-wrestling motherfuckers like Baron Corbin down your throat and Elias and, you know, just different shit like that. Um, 
So uh, Jason says, Ali is my Rumble match MVP. Do you know how long he was in there, Jason? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure he was in there a while. I was kind of disappointed that I didn't see <coughs> uh, Seth Rollins, Mustafa Ali, um, you know, altercation or interaction. They, they did come out there uh, looking, you know, they look like it's a mirror match, like it's a Spider-Man meme and shit. Uh, Jason says, when Brock turns it on, he's great. He made Finn look credible, which is hard to do with the size difference. I'm hoping Finn gets the rub and gets a better program after Mania. Yeah, I, I'm not sure who he fights, though, uh, on Monday Night Raw. So uh, Jared says, I'm tired of Ziggler and McIntyre. Yeah, how did Dolph Ziggler make a final three? I, I'll never understand. But I'm um, happy and dry to see an all Miss did. Um, but let's talk about Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. They got put on right after Becky Lynch, and it seems like the crowd was just not there. Um, it, they were basically, you know, wrestling in silence. And then, of course, you know, and, and I, I was counting it up during the match, AJ and, um, and, and Daniel. This is their fifth match since Daniel Bryan has uh, been cleared, if you go back to the night after WrestleMania. What up, Andre? Um, if you go back to the night after WrestleMania, the first time they did a, a Bryan Styles match, it was five matches ago. So by the time you get to the fifth match, it's like, I don't know how much is going to be there. They didn't give them a stipulation, which I thought would have been warranted since they were brawling all around the arenas, the Falls Count Anywhere, and this came up short. These are both two of my favorite guys, but this came up short similar to a way Rollins and Ambrose came up short where it just wasn't there. The, the storyline that they did, um, you know, leading into it, the crowd just kind of looked at them. And they wrestled like they knew an angle was coming, and then the angle happened with Eric Rowan. I don't know what it is. They, I guess they feel like Daniel Bryan, he's just this undersized heel champion, so he has to have a heavy with him. I think Daniel was doing well on his own, um, holding his own, you know, cutting those promos. But uh, they've demonstrated that they're taking Daniel Bryan in a whole other direction. It, I was relieved to see, you know, as a big Daniel Bryan fan, I was anticipating on the Royal Rumble being the match where uh, where they would take the belt off of him and then leave him in the cold for WrestleMania season, but that looks not to be the case. Um, it's going to be interested to see if they can find a babyface anywhere on SmackDown worthy um, to, to, to fight him or if they got to turn somebody, what they do. It's crazy. Um, and, um, yeah, these, these folks... You know, I don't know, man. I I think AJ, AJ Styles. I don't know where he goes from here. Maybe AEW. Who knows? But um, to the women's matches, uh, Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks. I thought this match was really interesting. I love both of their gear. I thought that it was well wrestled at times, and then there were other times where I felt like I don't know what's happening right now. It's because it was really physical. It was a submission-based match, and it was like. You know, there there were some some miscommunications it felt like, but it was physical and it was different. And they didn't try to do like a spectacular match. They did kind of more of a methodical. I'm gonna tap you out. It felt like one of those old like Benoit matches. Uh, you know, uh, like I'm gonna show show you like I'm you know who's the ultimate submission uh, person. Uh, but it, it was good. Sasha laid some, laid the ground by throwing up, you know, the four horsewomen sign. They had the little angle after the match. So it looks to be continuing, uh, you know. And 
uh, Shaman Man and the, the Miz and the bar was way better than it had any right to be. Uh, Shaman Man did the shooting star press, but pretty much everything else in the match, you know, he did. I, I just can't rock with it. Y'all know I ain't here for Shane. But it, it was real fun to see see the Miz uh, that happy because, you know, uh, here in this group and you guys uh, know how I feel about Miz. And, you know, Miz has been really over with all of us here for a while. And it's almost just like, when's this guy ever going to get some of his due? And, you know, 2017, we thought it was going to be his time where he could win uh, the, the world title again. But, you know, it, you know, it, it ended up them trying to break into India and he never got his real run. So maybe it's just a, a token of appreciation for him uh, and, you know, freeze the bar up because, you know, the bar is just they're, they're forever the other team. Yes. Cocaine Shane holds a belt in 2019, Dylan. Um, yeah. Ambrose. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, Jared. I saw someone tweet out, it looks like Vincent Mann has lost complete faith in Dean Ambrose, 100%. I don't know, man. It, 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 you know, Ambrose, he has some things going for him, and then they don't ever know what they want him to be, and it, it's a real disconnect. Um, Dylan says, people are thinking Ali versus Brian at Mania, and I'm not opposed to this. If they let uh, Mustafa Ali build himself up with those YouTube promos, maybe. Maybe. Um, Dre says, Ronda and Sasha, match of the night. I would disagree. I think the opener with Asuka and Becky was better. Uh, it was just faster. It was more um, like explosive for me. The finisher was a shock. The finish was a shock, though, because for me... I'm just not about beating top stars clean if there's no purpose to it. And like it or not, Becky Lynch is a top star. So by making her do a clean tap out as a baby face, that's puzzling to me. So I was like, my head went to immediately, man, are they going to try to turn her heel again or something? Because WWE doesn't really do that with their baby faces. Um, they're top baby faces at least. So, um... Dylan says Sasha versus Ronda was methodical but done right. It wasn't too slow, but they didn't do too much just to do it. Um, Jason says I think AJ works with Orton and Ali may move up to face Brian since on SmackDown the little guys can be champ. Yes, uh, Monday Night Raw is like the old WCW. It is where the big boys play, uh, <laughs> and you can get a little run um, on on SmackDown as you mentioned, Jason. But um, I, I think that those are all the matches on the show, unless I, I'm forgetting about something. But what do you guys think about, um, you know, Seth Rollins, uh, you know, getting this win? Was, was Did he impress you guys? Did he, um, you know, did it make it feel like he was ready for all this? Because, you know, he was the IC champion. They did the angle with Bobby Lashley in there. So it looks like Lashley is going to be his, uh, his big guy to slay before he gets to uh, Lesnar. If you take a look at the, the pattern booking of WWE, Whoever is going to be in a big match uh, or like a main event, you know, world title match, it's a challenger uh, on Monday Night Raw. And, you know, you can go back a couple years like uh, Roman would go over Strowman uh, repeatedly. And it seems like Strowman's not going to be in that position. Bobby Lashley might be the one to get that position against Rollins. So, um, uh, Jared says Raw tag team titles don't matter. No, they don't. I didn't watch anything on a pre-show. Nakamura is the U.S. champion, I heard again, uh, because that worked out so well the first time. Jared says Rusev doesn't matter. Correct. He was. I don't even think he was in the Rumble. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens these next couple months. Uh, Andre says, how about Biggie versus Brian at Mania? 
I'm not I'm not opposed to any member of the New Day ever getting their shot because they've been over for so long selling so much merch and it seems like that matters for everyone but them. So if they if they weren't if they were to not get a shot, I would wonder why. It, because all they've done is be successful, all they've done is be over and all they've done is make you money. So not trying them on top would kind of be an eye roller. Um it was weird how they treated McIntyre tonight. It's like they want they want to cool him down a little bit. They didn't even let him make the final four, and he looked like a killer uh, when he came out and you know fucked up no no way whole day. I thought that was uh, that was funny. So Andre says he's hyped for Seth. Um, Dellen says Seth these past few weeks as this hyper aggressive character to me was whack. If they're gonna let him be him going into Maya, I'm good with this. Sergio says, I legitimately forgot Raw had tag team titles. Yes, the division has been that bad to where um, these robe-wearing motherfuckers, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, have the belts, and all the attention right now is on the revival uh, because they've asked their re- for their release. Uh, I heard they did some wacky tag team combination of like Scott Dawson and one of the AOP guys. You know why I, I think that happened? And this is just me spitballing. Um, I think this was probably a situation where AOP was to be the one that got the next shot, but one of them's injured, so they still wanted to give the other one like a payday or something. I don't know. But, yeah, man, that was the 2019 Royal Rumble. I, I really like, you know, watching the show. It was really long. I can't believe y'all here rocking with me this late, and I appreciate uh, everybody here that is, that is listening and all that. But, yo, this show, they got to do something about this show length. They always say that this is a show for kids and stuff like that. But if you're like, you know, say Rey Mysterio uh, came into Royal Rumble at, like, number 26, right? This show has been going on for so long. It's like... Ray's a big, he's, he's like a guy that appeals to children, like primarily, right? And you know, motherfuckers that are like us that have watched his whole career, but it's like, man, these kids, there's no way these kids were staying up this late. Like, and if they were shout out to their parents for letting them have that fun. Um, Dre says, is Charlotte the greatest women's athlete ever? Uh, what kind of athlete? <laughs> because I, I'm not sure what you mean there, uh, Dre. Uh, you know, if it's just greatest women's athlete ever, regardless of sport, I, I think I'm taking Serena Williams. But, um, yeah, it, it was interesting, like, you know, how long the show was. Like, do you guys think, um, you know, this is a good thing that these shows are this long? Or should they, like, put a cap on this shit for four hours it's like everything got time and and everything that you know and nothing got cut short but maybe that's not a good thing maybe they do need to shorten some stuff up um jared says his final words for me becky lynch is the go you said wwe okay the greatest woman's athlete ever in wwe she's one of them because there's not too many like six foot uh athletic strong uh, women that have come through that company that, that can flip and work the way she does in the WWE style. Um, just, just like, you know, pure kick someone's ass in a gym. I mean, I think you got to look at Casey Catanzaro. You got to look at Bailey's a phenomenal athlete. She's like, uh, her conditioning is, is incredible. Uh, yeah, Andre, so you have kids. Your, your kids were watching. So now 
Andre, are you located on the East Coast or no? Like, or, or are you like in, further into the country? Because like, if this is the East Coast, like right now it's twelve thirty-six, and the show went off probably like you know a half hour ago. So I don't know. Like a lot of kids got school tomorrow, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, oh yeah, you're in, uh, you're in South Carolina, so yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out to Andre because I would let my kids watch too. But I'd be like, look, y'all waking up. Y'all know what it is. Like y- y'all, you know. If y'all want to stay up, we we going we going to be adults tonight. So you going to have to wake your ass up. But um yeah, overall they gave people what they wanted tonight. Um and this company doesn't do that often enough. So when they do, I think we need to praise them for that because a lot of people wanted Seth Rollins to get this shot. Damn near everybody wanted Becky Lynch to get this shot uh to 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 you know win the Royal Rumble. Um Ronda, you know, won and had that match with Sasha, but it wasn't they didn't bury Sasha. They didn't treat her badly or anything like that. So, I think they went a long way to do to do a lot of protecting uh, a, pr- a lot of protecting uh, of people and not insulting them like you know, and their fans, which they haven't always been the best about. And yeah, you know, in the Rumble some people are going to get thrown out early and you know, they're going to get, you know, like you know, they're going to get, you know, their shit. But it's like I think, I think, you know, I think this is overall a really good show and they don't, I, I think we just need to actually, well, I'm willing to give them a chance and I don't know if I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble with that and be like, damn, why'd I fall for it? These fuckers got me again. But, um, I, I can't say that I'm leaving the uh, 2019, uh, Royal Rumble disappointed. Just like last year, I didn't leave the Royal Rumble disappointed. And for a while this decade, a lot of people were leaving the, the Royal Rumble disappointed. Um, and, and I, I think it, it takes WWE, you know, I don't want to say like, obviously it should be obvious what, what they should do, but you know, sometimes it just takes them a little bit longer for whatever reason. They they act like they don't know, but uh, I I think the crowds uh, spoke to them a lot tonight. They they cheered for you know a lot of the people that were over, uh, and they came and and basically just did the damn thing. But uh, I appreciate y'all sitting here rocking with me uh, after this. I'm gonna upload this. Uh, I'm gonna get this audio off of here and pop it on the YouTube channel and get this over on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. If you guys are um, interested, make sure you check out. I've got, I have have a new podcast series starting soon uh called Goldberg the road to 173 and oh I'm going to be re-watching the entire Goldberg Street and I am launching it on the brand new Patreon for One Nation Radio um go check that out patreon.com slash One Nation Radio I got a nice uh you know paragraph a uh, couple paragraphs you know writing my goals with the page um that uh, if you hop up on the second tier that will be available I also have like um random bonus shows and and that's kind of the first tier is kind of like a, you know just a thank you tier if you if you fuck with what everything we uh here been doing with you here on one nation radio and uh social suplex in general and all that it's kind of like a thank you second tier will get you that goldberg series which is going to be absolutely hilarious bro 
when you're watching these Goldberg matches, they feel like Tyson fights. I found a YouTube playlist where they have 88 videos and all the Goldberg squash matches and short matches and just funny shit that he he did in the early matches. I'm going through, I'm documenting it all and, and covering on what the streak was and, and figuring out how WCW built this massive star and, and seeing, you know, can WWE uh, apply some of these, these things today? Can AEW apply these things today? Uh, uh, can New Japan apply these things today? Like, will it work? And, you know, I don't know if getting over has changed that much in 20 years, but we're going to find out. So check check me out over at patreon.com slash one nation radio. Uh, and I would appreciate, you know, your support. So, uh, but that's going to wrap it up here for the post show. I didn't, you know, uh, I originally was going to have James and uh, Jeremy on, but the room was just ended too fucking late. So I was like, I'll just hop in the car, do a quick audio and um, everything like that. But I appreciate you guys listening here to this show. Thank you guys. I am out of here. Peace.